Mark had never expected to find himself brown-nosed by his boss at his new job. Mark is having trouble sleeping. In many ways, his life is precisely what he's always wanted it to be. He has an ideal job, a gorgeous, sexy girlfriend, and is making a decent amount of money. But he has a problem. At work, he finds himself driven to distraction by his boss, Mr. Rochester, and suffers an unbearable attraction to the man, despite his own supposed heterosexuality. He vows to stay late at the office the following evening in order to catch up on all the work his dirty thoughts have led to being pushed to the side. He's caught off guard then when Mr. Rochester himself shows up at the office just as he's about to head home for the evening and ends up fulfilling his fantasy by providing him quite the opportunity for advancement. Chapter 1 Just don't let yourself get fucked up the ass like you were at your last job. Christy said, rather unhelpfully, and Mark felt his sphincter clench as he lay in bed beside her, his chest heaving with anxiety, his body tensed, and his mind racing. I won't, he said dismissively, praying to God Almighty that his beautiful dream of a girlfriend would shut the fuck up for a change. Christy had silky chestnut hair, a cherubic face, and the eyes of a devil. Her body was exquisite, taut, and toned, and with curves in all the right places. A juicy ass, and a pussy that most men would die for, not to mention tits that looked as close to ideal as humanly possible without any sort of cosmetic surgery. They were round and plump, with sharp, delectable nipples, and the perfect accentuation to that glorious nymph's body of hers. Mark couldn't fucking stand her. It was difficult to believe that he could have fallen for her at some point in his life, that this, in point of fact, had been something he'd wanted, and in fact, nearly the only sort of tangible goal he'd wanted for his life. A hot, trophy girlfriend to come home and bang repeatedly after he got home from his high-paying job, rolling in fat stacks of cash to buy sports cars and HD TVs and drones, whatever it was that was popular at the moment, and that other people told him he should want out of life. Now, he couldn't even bear to make himself turn over on the pillow and look at his prize, his piece of ass, as he rather chauvinistically thought of her. All he wanted was for her to shut the hell up, although he didn't say this, as he feared not only upsetting her, but giving away too much as to his current state of mind. Instead, he continued to gaze fixedly, stubbornly up at the ceiling, not averting his gaze as his wretched girlfriend continued to speak, just wanting to shut his eyes and to sleep. It was Sunday night, and tomorrow he would have to go back into the office for another grueling work week. All he wanted was some goddamn peace and quiet, and even this simple luxury seemed to be eluding him at the moment. Even if things had been quiet, he sure as hell knew that his mind was about as far from peace as it could get. At any rate, he knew that deterring Christie at this point would be in vain, and that she would persist in annoying him until he showed some form of positive response to assuage her meddling. As evidence of this irksome notion, her palm was now resting on his chest, the fingers dancing across the broad swaths of his pectoral muscles, swirling in circles, gliding, tracing out figure eights, sending prickles of uncomfortable sweat through the pores on the back of his neck. I could make you feel better, whispered Christy, leaning in and rubbing her nose up against his ear. She nibbled on the lobe very lightly with her teeth, playfully, of course, but it filled Mark with an intense desire to throw her out of the bed. I'm tired, 
said Mark, excusing himself from sexual duties, which he knew he could not fulfill, or at least attempting to excuse himself, but he knew even as the words crept through his lips that his efforts at doing so would go unheeded.